have to be patient when you learn a piece of Svasemes. You can't, it's not like a, it's not like a little vart that you just run through. You have to really think about it and try to understand because the language is so, is so terse. And there's so much being said in every word. But it's really, it's such, it's such a beautiful piece. Okay, so let's try it. It's from the year Tafresh Lamed Dalit, which would be 1874. It was Parshas Kisisa, Parshas Parah, just like we had this past Shabbos. Okay, so let's see. Okay, and help me out. I want you to help me analyze it. Again, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's Torah, it's Torah poetry. Lahavdil, but you understand what I mean. It has, it has a lot of layers to it. Okay, so you have to really, you have to really dissect it and ask yourself, like, what's, what's the Hevagasvasem is trying to say? Okay, so let's see. So the Pasuk that we, uh, that we had yesterday, the Pasuk, Ach es Shabso Saitishmoru. Baruch Hu says to Kal Yisrael, however, Ach, however, or nonetheless, Shabso Saitishmoru. Keep the Shabbos, guard the Shabbos. What do you mean, nonetheless? What, what does that mean? How, however, keep the Shabbos. So Ksvasem says, Vakasha. Why do you have to tell me about, you know, it's like Hashem, Hashem, it's, Hashem is giving us this big chiddush. You should know, by the way, you should keep Shabbos. However, you should keep Shabbos. What do you mean? Rabbanu Shalom. Already in Parshish Yisro, by the Yisra Sadibros, he told us Shabbos. Zachar is Yom HaShabbos L'Kadcho. So what's the chiddush of Parshish Kisisa? Hashem says, you know, however, you should keep the Shabbos. Okay, so however, Pashup Shad is what? Pashup Shad is now we're building a Mishkan. And when it comes to building the Mishkan, we can get very enthusiastic, very busy with building the Mishkan, that we forget that what? That you're supposed to keep Shabbos. So he quotes Rashi, Pashup Shad, Uperish Rashi, Lemait Mimalechas HaMishkan. However, what's the Pashup Shad? Pashup Shad is, even though building the Mishkan is really important, however, Ach, as Shabbos don't build the Mishkan on Shabbos. Shabbos trumps the Mishkan. Okay? Everyone good so far? So far we didn't say any, just Pashup Shad, right? Why is Hashem saying, nonetheless, however, you should keep Shabbos? We already know about Shabbos from Parshish Yisro. So Rashi says, well, part of Ach, however, keep Shabbos is a response to the Mishkan. Mishkan is really important, but just because you're busy with Mishkan, don't forget about Shabbos. Okay. So now, says the Sva Samas, well, what's HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying to us? What's the Pshat? Hashem gave a Basura, Hashem gave, revealed the news, right? A Basura Tova, good news. The Biser Lahem HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Acher HaChet, Shenishar Lahem Kedusha Shabbos. Now, however, when we read the Parshios, it's hard to know exactly what came when. Was the building of the Mishkan prior to the Chet Egel? Was building of the Mishkan a response to Chet Egel? So let's go with that shita in Chazal and the Rishonim that what that that building a Mishkan is a response to Chet Egel. In other words, you want a more tangible way to interact with Hashem. Fine. So Hashem says, "I'll give you, a, I'll give you a base of Mikdash. I'll give you a Mishkan. I'll give you, a, I'll give you a, a particular place." So if that's true, says Svasemes, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is telling us that even Acher Hachet, that even after Chet Egel, or by extension any of our Chatayim. Nishar lahem kedusha shabbos. If the Mishkan is a response to Cheta Egel, so you think, okay, now that I messed up with Cheta Egel, now my new avoda is Mishkan. Hashem says, whoa, 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 one second. Aches shabsosai tishmoru. Don't forget about Shabbos. Mishkan is really important. Mishkan is really important, 
but but don't forget but don't forget about Shabbos. Okay, so let's pause here and tell me tell me what what Svasemis is saying. What Svasemis is saying? Let's let's unpack this a little bit. Again, I, we made it. We made a, a terrible chait, and now the response is Hashem says, "Okay, I'm going to give you a mishkan. A mishkan is part of the tikkun for the chait ha'egel, right? As is the para aduma. So that's part of the combination of again parshas kisisa, parshas para, right? But what exactly does that mean? What, what's Hashem saying when He's waving His finger at us and saying, "Chevra, but don't forget about Shabbos. Shabbos is more important than the mishkan. What does Shabbos represent? What does mishkan represent?" So Svasema says like this, okay? But if you have a thought, let me, I want to hear you. Ubir hadvar, de para hayatikon ha'egal. Para aduma is part of being metakin ha'egal. What does para aduma do in one word? Give me one word to describe what does the para aduma do for a person? It's mitaher. It, it creates tara, right? It removes tomas meis. That's what the para aduma is meant to do. So after the Egel, we're in a world where what? We're in a world of Tumah, and our goal is to try to get back to Tahara. Now describe Shabbos in one word. Shabbos is what? We even refer to it as Shabbos. No? Kodesh. Shkayach. Kedusha. Okay? There's, there's Tahara, and there's Kedusha. Tahara is a response to Tumah. But Kedusha, inherent Kedusha, like Shabbos, right, which is not something that we even create, right? It's not Mikadesh Yisrael Shabbos. it's Mikadesh Yisrael Vahazmanim. We play a role in molding Yom Tov. But Shabbos is Mikadesh Shabbos. Shabbos is Kviyah V'Kaimah. Shabbos just is. It's a Kedusha that's inherent. Oh, so listen. It's so beautiful. So, says the Svasemes, right? After Achet Egel. We're entering into this world of, oops, I messed up, and now I need to try to what? Be matar myself. I'm in a world of Tumah now, because of my bad choices, and I'm trying to get back to a level at least called Tahara. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and here's really the punchline of the whole piece, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is still saying to us, now that you're busy with Mishkan to fix Chaita Egel, now that you're busy with Para Duma to fix Chaita Egel, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Ah, B'chevra Aches, Shabsosai Tishmoru. But don't forget there's a higher level called what? A level above Tara called Kedusha. Just because you're in the world of Tuma and Tara, of messing up and trying to fix and messing up and trying to fix, don't forget that there's a higher level, there's an idealistic reality called what? Called Shabbos. And that's something that, that transcends, you know, that, that, that back and forth of, of Tuma and Tara. Okay, let's read a little bit more inside. The Isa B'medrish... On the pasuk mi yitain tahor mitame, which is a pasuk in the fourteenth chapter of Eov, Eov asks Akasha, right? The pasuk says mi yitain tahor mitame. Could something pure come from something impure? Is that possible? Now, what's the what's the example the Medrash gives? So, one of the examples the Medrash says, how could Avram Avinu come from Terach? How could someone so pure come from someone so impure? How could someone so holy? Come from some place that's so unholy. How does a tzaddik, right, come from the parents who are Rishab? How does that happen? Mi yitain tahor mitame. Only Akarish Baruch Hu could, could make such a reality. That's the end of the Pasuk. Lo echad. Right? Lo echad. It's a Korean exiv. Lo and lo. But who could do such a thing? Maybe Akarish Baruch Hu could, could somehow, in his mysterious ways, bring something pure from something impure. 
Now the truth is, the Kaddish Baruch Hu always operates in mysterious ways. Where does Mashiach come from? Rus and Boaz, Lot and his daughters, Yehuda and Tamar. It's all strange, seemingly unholy, or at least unusual relationships. So Eov says, How does something holy come from something Tame? Think about it. In the context of what we're learning today, until a person becomes Tame Meis, so he has no shaykhis to paraduma. Until a person becomes tame, they have no shaykhis to going to the mikvah. So there's actually a tara that could only come about from a tumah. It's like tshuva, that's a response, right? I can only really get to tshuva if I did an avera. Now the truth is that's not really true. Maybe there's a level of tshuva that's not a response to an avera. And maybe that's part of what Hashem is saying here. I know you're living in a world of Tumah and Tara. You messed up and you try to fix. You messed up and you try to fix. But there's also a level called Kedusha. Okay, Isaac, what do you want to say? Let me hear. I just know Hasan Moshe Rabbeinu also case. Right, it's a great example. Right, There's countless examples. Sometimes the greatest things come from the most unusual places. Right, It's a strange thing. I have to go to Mitzrayim and spiritually crumble to then be able to become Klal Yisrael, and then come to Kabbalah Satara? Also Esther too, I feel like, because she had a Mary Right, a Geula that came about from a, from a very unusual place. So sometimes, right, like it says in the Zohar, there's no, there's no true light except the light that emanates, that comes out of darkness. So in a certain sense, right, that's what, that's what this Pasuk is reflecting. Mi yitain tahor mitame. How does something so holy come from something so strange? So the example, one of the examples at least, that we find in the Medrash Rabbah is interesting. Right? The Medrash says, How is this world, the corridor, how is this the training grounds, how is this the place that we somehow are able to travel through and get to Olam Haba? Right? Olam Haza is so crazy. How does Olam Haba come from Olam Haza? Right? That's a very interesting question. How does an Avram come from a Terach? Right? How, do, how does Mashiach come from Lod and his daughters? How does such holiness come from such unusual places? How do you get to Olam Haba by way of Olam Haza? Okay? In other words, let's ask it like this. What would have been with the Paraduma if not for Chet Egel? If the Rebbe is correct, and he is, of course, the Parahayatikon Egel, so would we not have had the, 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 the mysterious, the Heliga and mysterious mitzvah of Paraduma if not for messing up as big as we've ever messed up collectively in our history with Chet Egel? So that's part of the question. How does that happen? How does Olam Haba come from Olam Haza? How does Paraduma, a mysterious mitzvah that Shlomo Melech says, I can't wrap my head around because it's so deep, it's such a wonder, how does it come from such a big era? So Svasemis reminds us again that there's two tracks. The Yezbez Bechinos, Kedusha Vitara. Like it says, Kamosha Kasuv Bizarra Kadosh. The Zohar tells us again, as we alluded to before, there's something called Kedusha, and there's something called Tahara. What's the difference between that reality called Kedusha and that reality called Tahara? So the answer is like this. Uvenei Yisrael Nivru Lios Kodesh Lashem. We were created... To be what? Kadosh. To be holy and pure to a Kadosh Baruch Hu. Kadosh LaHashem. Like the Pasuk says in Yirmiya, Kodesh Yisrael LaHashem. Reishis, what's the end of the Pasuk? Tvu Aso. We are HaKadosh Baruch Hu's 
First crop. We are Kaddish Baruch Hu's ideal. Klal Yisrael, we're the, we're the, we're the, the, the idealistic track of reality. Kodesh Lashem. There's a level called Kedusha. And Kedusha means before the sin. Before there's an Avera. Vahainu, what that means in terms of Klal Yisrael, what does it mean that we're Kodesh Lashem? Vahainu shalo yiyeh lehem shaychus lolam hazek klal. Kepeirish kadosh v'nivdal. What does Kedusha mean? What does that mean when it says, when Hashem says, you're Kadosh. Kodesh Yisrael Hashem, gracious to us. So, what's Hashem saying to us? Hashem is saying, you're, you're the purpose of creation. You're my dream. You're the ideal. And yes, there's a reality, there's a track called Toma and Tara, but you're not really on that track. You're on a track called Kadosh. And what that means, like, Hare'at Mikudesh Asli, what happens when a, a chassan says to the Kala under the Chuppah, you are Mikudeshas to me. Kedusha means, like he says here, Kaperish Kadosh Nivdal. Kadosh means distinct, separate, totally exclusive. So Kadosh Baruch Hu says, listen, Yingala, he says, sweet little Jew, I have to tell you something. You're not really part of the world. <laughs> well, what does that mean? What do you mean? Since when am I not part of the world? Hashem says that that's part of the secret. You're not really part of the regular world. What do you mean you're not part of the regular world? How's that? What are you talking about? I, just, I literally, I just filled up my car with gas and I just ate, I just ate food from the supermarket and I went to the bathroom and I'm wearing pants. What, which, which way am I not like my neighbor who also did all those things this morning? What do you mean I'm not part of the world? And Hashem says, no, no, you don't have a shaykhist to Olam Hazi. You're not really part of Olam Hazi. You're not really from this planet. Well, what does that mean? Hashem says, because you're Kadosh. Well, what does Kadosh mean? Kadosh means you're Nivdal, you're separated. You're not really part of this. But it looks like I'm part of this. Hashem says, right, that's exactly the point. I want you to realize that you're really on a track called Shabbos Kodesh. What is, Sh- what is Shabbos? Shabbos is not part of this world. Shabbos is me'en olam haba. Shabbos means I'm not, part, I'm not part of this. Shabbos, I totally disconnect from what's happening in the world. I shut off my cell phone. I change my garments. I change the way that I eat. I change the way that I daven. I enter into this different universe called Shabbos, and I'm not really part of the world. I don't know what's happening in the world. That's called Kaddosh. And that's another way to say everything that we've said so far is what? The first Luchos. The way that it could have been. The way that it's supposed to be. The first Luchos, what does it say about the Luchos? They were Charus. They were etched. And what do Chazal say? Don't read Charus. Read Cherus. Because when a Jew learns Torah, when a Jew attaches himself to the Luchos, and by extension he attaches himself truly to Hashem, then he's cheiros, he's free. Freed from what? Freed from this world. He lives above this world. Whereas the Gemara says, as the Medrash says, he's freed from the Yitzhahara, he's freed from the Malach HaMavas, he's cheiros. He's living differently. Right? He's freed from all of the regular stuff of life. But what does that mean? He's lost to pay his taxes. He's lost to pay his bills. Yeah, but he's a different type of human being. He's not really part of it. He's luchos rishonos. He's a level called kadosh. Not just tahor. He's a level called kadosh. But however, sometimes what happens is that we mess up and we start to think, I'm not, see, I'm not kadosh. See, I just proved that I'm not kadosh. I became tameh. I entered into the world of Tumah. Once we mess up, we we feel that we're playing a different game. We're not. We're no longer. We've lost that that inherent kedusha 
that loftier, you know, idealistic level of being kadosh. And now we play a game called what? Called Tuma and Tara. Right? After the Chet, we're trying to get back at least to a level called Tara. And that's what we said earlier. Mi'itin Tahor Mitame. Tahor Mitame. Now we're, now we're playing, you know, okay, we didn't make the, we didn't make the, the A team, so we're at least we're on the B team. Right? The A team would have been to live a life of Kedusha. But since I couldn't do that, so now, okay, so now I'll, now I'll be a little more human. And I'll, but I'll try to be a little better, right? I'm not nivdal, I'm not separate anymore. I'm not distinct, I'm not unique. But at least I could try to be tahor amongst those who are tameh. Here's the secret. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to us, listen, I want, if, you're, if you fell to a place called Tameh, I want you to get to a place called Tahar. But what is Hashem saying to us? How did this whole piece begin? What does Hashem say to us? You're busy with the Mishkan. You're busy with Paraduma. You're trying to clean up. You're trying to at least get back to a place which is a little bit better. But Hashem is waving His finger at us because He believes in us. And so what's Hashem saying? Ach es Shabsosai Tishmoru. Don't forget about Shabbos Kodesh. Don't forget about your ideal self. I'll give you a very Lemaisa example, Chavra. Okay? I want you to picture your best day, right? If you can remember it, or your best feeling of spiritual success you ever had in your life. I want you to picture yourself at a moment on Yom Kippur that you recall. I want you to picture a certain period in your time in Eretz Yisrael and Yeshiva. I want you to try to, you know, that moment where, where you believed in kind of your ideal self. And then, of course, what happens is, as life goes on, you know, different things happen, and we get pulled in different directions, and we feel that we've slipped away, every person in their own way, from whatever it is. That time where, oh, I was doing so well, I, you know, I, was, I, had, I had such a, you know, a good streak of not missing Shear, or not missing Seder, or not missing Minyan, or not missing this or that. Right? There was a part, there was a time when I was feeling really connected. I, was, I remember that Shabbos, I felt, I could feel Shabbos, and I was davening, and I was learning, and I was connected, and it was such a, such a experience. And then I slipped away from that. So now, I feel like what? I feel like, you know what? I can't, I'm never going to get back to that, but at least I can still get to somewhere in the middle. And Hashem is saying, no, no, don't forget about that, that idealistic self, right? Those perfected moments. Remember Shabbos. Remember Kedusha. You know, in, in human relationships, imagine. What was Chet Egel? Chet Egel was, was adultery. Chet Egel is cheating on our spouse. We just got married to a Kodesh Baruch Hu at Har Sinai. And then we betrayed a Kodesh Baruch Hu. We cheated on a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So does that mean the marriage is over? Sometimes it does. Can, can the couple recover? Can the relationship recover? There was a terrible falling out between the, the, the husband and wife. Could there be, is there room to, to fix? So many people think that, you know what, if the relationship soured, at, at best, maybe I can get it back to like something. But am I going to ever be able to get it back to what it was? Let's say you and your best friend have like a really big fight, you know? So so now like, okay, and now you're working on trying to restore the relationship. But there's always this feeling, it's like, it's lingering, you know? There's something there, it's hard to get back to what it once was. Hashem is saying to us, I don't want you to believe that when it comes to our relationship. When you fell down into that, you know, that place called Tumah, and now you think, well, at, at best I can get to a place called Tara, which is, you know, a little better than Toma, or a lot better than Toma, but I can't get back to Kadosh. That level I've lost. Hashem says, no, no, no. 
I want you to believe that if you got kicked out of Gan Eden, with hard work you can get back to Gan Eden. Look at these words, very strong words. If I'm willing to work hard, and I'm able to try to, to keep digging, and keep pushing, to get out of the grips of the Sitra Achra, which tell me my relationship with Hashem can only be so good, I can come back to my place. I can get back to Gan Eden. I can get back to Shabbos Kodesh, which is Me'en Olam Haba. Right? That's the, that's the novelty. What did the Medrash say? How am I going to get to Olam Haba by way of Olam Haza? When my Neshama was Tachas Kisei HaKavod, before it ever got sent down to this crazy world, then I believe I was Kadosh. But now that I came to this world, I'm going to find my way back to that world. Now that I got kicked out of Gan Eden, now that I ruined the relationship, I want to be able to what? To restore the relationship 100%? And that's what Shabbos Kodesh is a reminder. Shabbos, like we learned last week in, in more of a Shemesh, Shabbos is when we get to see our best self. Shabbos is a homecoming. We get to come back. Kol Echad Al Mekomo. We get to come back to our place. Mishkan is visiting Hashem. Mishkan is, I'm, I'm still part of this world. I stop by Hashem, you know, I, I, I come to visit. Shabbos, I invite Hashem into my house. Shabbos, I, I make my whole space about Shabbos. Right? Mishkan is like a particular experience. Where does Shabbos take place? Shabbos takes place everywhere. Shabbos is in my dining room. Shabbos is in my bedroom. Shabbos is in my kitchen. Shabbos is in the street. Shabbos is everywhere. So Shabbos represents the fullness of the relationship with Hashem. Not just Tomatara. Some days I do better. Some days I do a little bit worse. Right? And that's the best I can hope for. Hashem says, no, don't forget Shabbos. And therefore, v'chein, ha-mishkan v'ha-karbanos she-hischil achar ha-chet hu-gamken inyantar. After chet ha-egel, how would you describe the experience of mishkan or beis ha-mikdash, right? The halacha tells us, as we discussed last week, you're not allowed to come to beis ha-mikdash when you're tameh. You have to be tahor. The experience of mishkan is about tahara. Karbanos is about trying to be a little bit close, right? Lihit karev, to draw close a little bit. But Shabbos is not about Tuma and Tara. That's Mishkan. That's Paraduma. What's Shabbos? That's, that's level B. That's plan B. That's the backup track. That's second Luchos. But there's a reality. Hashem says, don't ever give up on the ideal track. Shabbos Nishar HaKedusha. But every Shabbos we get to what? We get to remind ourselves who we really are. Kodesh Hu Lachem. Kedusha is for you. Kedusha. I'm not at such a tzaddik. I messed up. I'm not going to be able to restore the relationship to what it once was. Hashem says, you're wrong. Keep the Shabbos. Don't give up on Shabbos. Don't give up on your dreams. Believe in that ideal version of yourself. Uh, right now, I'm living, I'm living less than ideal. Okay, but don't give up on that, that idealistic vision for yourself. However, we know the Gemara says that at Harsinai, when we said Nasa Nishma, which was an incredible statement, an angelic statement, such a holy statement, we were given two crowns. The Gemara says, after Chet what happened to those two crowns? They were taken away from us. We lost our crowns. But you know what happens every Shabbos? You know what it says in Kisvei Arizal? That's where this idea comes from. It says that every Shabbos, Moshe Rabbeinu gives us back our crowns. We get our crowns back on Shabbos. We become that ideal Jew who is willing to say, Nasa even before Nishma. 
So Shabbos Kodesh is a reminder. And Shabbos, again, I'm, we're using Shabbos not as, as just Shabbos. We're using Shabbos, today's Sunday. We're using Shabbos as an idea. Right? Shabbos is a way of looking at yourself. Shabbos means, I have shaykhs to luchos, rishonos, even after they were broken. Shabbos says, I have a shaykhs to olam haba, even when I feel like I'm trapped in olam haza and I'm just part of the regular world. I'm, I'm separate, I'm different. Shabbos is the reminder that I'm different. The Isa, and therefore it says, the Gemara says, the Talmud Yerushalmi says, where do we insert Havdalah into our davening on Motei Shabbos? It, we put it in where? In Chonin Hadas. Why do we do that? So the Talmud Yerushalmi says in Brachos, because im ein Das, Havdalah minayin. However, without Das, without Das, which means connection, without Das, Havdalah minayin. So where would I be able to distinguish how would I know if I don't really have a clarity? If I don't know what Hashem really thinks about me? That's why Hashem says, by the way, keep Shabbos. Keep Shabbos. You told me that many times, Hashem. You talk about that all the time in the Torah. Chavetz Chaim counted 12 places where Hashem talks about, about Shabbos. You clearly, we get it. You want us, Hashem says, no, no, but after Chet Egel, don't forget about Shabbos. Well, what do you mean, Hashem? Remember Shabbos Kodesh. Well, what does that mean? It means you're distinct. It means you're from Olam Haba. You're not part of Olam Hasa. Hamavdil ben Kodesh al You're not part of this. You're not part of the regular world. Im ein das. If you don't have that knowledge, then havdalaminai, and then you know what happens? You think you're the same as your coworkers. You think you're the same as the the person who is in the car next to you on the highway, and you don't realize that. Hold on a second. I'm a different. I'm a different reality. Shabbos gives us that das to recognize how different we are, to recognize our inherent kedusha which is not destroyed even by a chete egal. It's not destroyed by smashing the first luchos. V'shabbos nosein das. Shabbos gives what? Like we read this past Shabbos. Shabbos gives das. L'das ki ani Hashem v'kadishchem. We know that Shabbos is what? Is l'das. It gives us that das. It gives us that clarity. Shal yidei ha-shabbos nitein deya b'bnei Yisrael lahavchen b'in tov l'rav. We have the clarity to be mavdil. Im ein das havdala minayin. Without das, there's no havdala. Okay, so let's let's review. Let's line up the pieces. It's like Rabbi Nachman, you know, it's like all these bachinos. It's like, you can say it like this, you can say it like this, you can say it like this. It's all the same idea conceptually. So let's review the pieces we have. We have Mishkan, and we have Shabbos. We have Tara, but then we have a higher level called Kedusha. We have Olam Haza, which is where we're trying to work in Tuman Tara, right? But then we have Olam Haba. We have the second Luchos, but we have this dream called the first Luchos. We have, says Fasemes, Eitz Hadas Tovera, where we're trying badly to try to navigate through this jumble of good and evil all mixed together. But then there's an ideal track, which we kind of messed up. We had the opportunity in Gan Eden. The Luchos Rishonos Hubachinos Eitz The first Luchos, the ideal, the way it could have been, is called what? It's called the track of Eitz HaChayim. But what Hashem is saying to us, what Hashem is screaming to us through the parsha, as He gives us a Mishkan, as He gives us a Paraduma, as He gives us means to get to a level called Tahara, which is already a pretty good level. If I can find a way to just navigate through Olam Hazeh, if I'm in Olam Hazeh, but I'm navigating Olam Hazeh, I'm trying my best to, to stay afloat, that's good. But Hashem says, but don't forget, don't forget, you can get back to Eitz HaChayim, you can get back to Luchos Rishonos. 
You can get back to Shabbos Kodesh. You can get back to Olam Haba. You're not really part of Olam Haza. And therefore, says the Svasemes, what happens, Chavra, when we prepare the Paraduma? What happens during all of these parshios? How do we defeat our enemy? Think about it. When Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't figure out, let's go back to Parsha Shkalim for just a second. When Moshe couldn't figure out how to make a, a, a shekel, what did Hashem show him? Hashem showed him a matbeya shel eish, a fiery coin. And then we encounter a malik, and a malik also tries to cool us off, and we have to be fiery to defeat a malik. And then we read Parsha's para, and again, we're burning, we're burning the paraduma, right? We're reducing it to ashes by throwing it into a fire, burning it in a fire. So what's all this fire? What's all this, what's all this fiery imagery? So Sassam so says, because you have to realize, a Jew has to believe that what? That it's possible for him to gain that clarity and to emerge from the world of Eitz Hadas Tovera, where again I'm back and forth trying to distinguish this is Tameh, this is Tar, and to get above all of that, to get back to a level called Eitz Achayim, where everything is crystal clear. I'm not navigating through Olam Hazah. I'm not in Luchos Shnios. I'm in Luchos Rishonos. I'm in Olam Haba. I'm in a place called Yom Shekulo Shabbos. Or a place called Me'ain Olam Haba. Val Yidei Hevel Torah And therefore, when we cling to the Torah, and we, we study the Torah, and we allow the Torah to penetrate us deeply, when the, when the, when the purity of Torah penetrates our heart, Kol Ish Yisrael, Shitzarach Al Yideza Hislavus Lisrof Sahara. The same way we're burning the Paraduma, we have to be prepared to what? To burn up the Yitzhahara inside of ourselves. Like it says, base Yaakov Eish and Esav Lakash. We're able to what? We're able to reduce Esav, the straw and the stubble of Esav, to nothingness through the fire, through the Eish, right? Through the Eish of Torah. The difference between Amalek and Yisrael is what? Is Eish. Yisrael is 541. Amalek is 240. The difference in Gematria between Yisrael and Amalek is Eish, is fire. So when we have that, when we have that drive, when we have that fire, when a Jew doesn't become passive and say, you know what, I'll just, it's fine. Halavai should have luchos shnios. Hashem says, no, 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 Hashem so Don't give up on your, your ideal self. Dream about that. Keep striving for that. Believe that, you know what, eventually you can consume, you can burn up the Ra. You can destroy the Ra. Al Yidei Islam is Lisr of Koch You have the ability. Yaakov is an age. You could, you could defeat Esau once and for all. Val Yidei Asreifa Niten Hatara. So then what? Then I burn the paraduma, I produce the paraduma ashes, and that produces what? That produces tara. Okay, good. So now you made it from Tumah back to tara. But now, says Hashem, let's go for Kedusha. Let's go for that higher level. After we have the what? The drive to defeat an Amalek, right? who tries to convince us, listen carefully, that we're not Kadosh, that we're not Nivdal. Amalek is the greatest voice of opposition to us being special and distinct. Amalek is the one who brings Tumah upon us. Right? How do they do so? As it says, Asher Karcha. Amalek is a Lashon of Keri, a Lashon of Tumah. Amalek makes us Tameh. So what does that mean they make us Tameh? Listen to Svasemis in a deep way. Svasemis says, because Amalek wants to convince you that the best you're going to be 
is back and forth from Toma Tara, Toma Tara, Toma Tara. You're never going to be Kadosh. You're not going to be the ideal. You're not like a different reality. What happens when Amalek attacks? Ksiv, Reishas Goyim Amalek. You think, and it's beautiful what Svasemis is doing here, it's incredibly deep. Svasemis says, you think, going back to our Pasuk earlier from Yermia, Kodesh Yisrael Hashem Reishas? You think you're the Reishas? You think that you're like a different track? You're, you're Team A and the rest of the world is, is, is Plan B? What are you talking about? Amalek says, we're also racious. We're your equal. You're not distinct. You're not special. You're not different. Racious Goyim Amalek. But of course, the end of the Pasuk is, Vachriso Ade Ovid. But the end is that Amalek is going to what? Is going to, is going to face utter destruction. Perish. Sheyesh Lachol Uma Shorish Bekedusha. It's true, every generation, every nation has some connection to Gedusha. They have a, 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 a touch of it. But our whole being is Kadosh. Ach B'nai Kodesh LaHashem. We're entirely Kodesh LaHashem. So Amalek comes with their Chutzvah, Vamalek Ba, with a sense of Azus and a sense of Chutzvah. And they think, we're also racist. Liz Damos You're not different. Amalek says, you do the same Averas that I do. You shop in the same stores that I do. You wear the same shoes that I do. Amalek says, why do you think you're Kadosh? You're Tomei. Amalek says, Karcha. You're Tomei. And Amalek says, and if you even get to a level called Tara, we don't care. Because as long as you don't think you're Kadosh, as long as you don't think that you're radically different, Amalek says, we're happy to play the game Tumatara, Tumatara. Get stuck in the Mishkan. Forget about Shabbos. And Hashem says, no. Shabbos trumps Mishkan. Ach, as Shabbos Tishmaru. And all of this was a big nisayon. Upal b'zeshin itzuchu b'nei Yisrael levolin nisyonos. Hashem gave us this nisayon called the Malik to challenge us. Ki ha'emes she b'nei Yisrael miyuchadin la'ashem yizbarach. Because the truth is, b'nei Yisrael, we're miyuchad, we're different. We're different. We're shaykhs to a world called yachid, yechida, right? What does the, the Medrash say on ish yehudi ha'yil b'shushan abira? You know what it says about Mordechai? It says, don't read it Yehudi, read it Yechidi. He's miyuchad. He's different. Echad haya Avraham. He's different. Totally different to Hashem. We have the ability to, again, to fix, to, to correct that, that whole world of Das Tovera, Kasher Yela Asid, as it's going to be in the future, and to get back to Gan Eden, to get back to the Yitzchayim. V'lachein bachar banu Hashem Yizbach. So Hashem chose us, selected us, made us distinct. Kodesh LaHashem, racist to us so. Rakshal Yidei Amalek Chutzuchu Lahotzi Zos Mikolach Alapavah. But Amalek challenges that truth, and Amalek forces us to to understand, to fight for it, to realize it more deeply. V'racist Shal Yisrael Yeshlam Achris. Unlike Amalek, our racist has an Achris. What does that mean? It means that Amalek, when you try to claim that you're racist, you self-destruct. But a Jew needs to know that even after we've messed up, we're still, Hashem says, you're still my number one. Nah, you probably gave up on me, Hashem. Halavai, again, Halavai, you should take me on, on plan B. Team B. Halavai. Halavai, says Elisa Weinberg. Halavai. <coughs> right? Halavai, we should still have a shaykhus. We should still have a relationship. A mishkan. We'll have a mishkan. I'll come to visit you once in a while, but I don't expect you to come live with me anymore. And Hashem says, what do you mean? What do you think Shabbos is? 
Shabbos is the absolute love and the absolute belief in the ideal. It's Gan Eden. It's Olam Haba. It's Eitz Achayim. It's Luchos Rishonos. It's, it's Kodesh Lashem. Kevin Shekava Nosam L'Shem Shemayim when a Jew realizes that I'm not trying to be number one just as a bragging rights. I'm number one because I realize that's what Hashem wants from me. Hashem wants me to believe that I'm His number one. Right? Like the Gemara says, and we do it L'Shem Shemayim, we do it with humility. Like the Gemara says, any year, Sherasha B'Tchilasa, a year that starts off a little bit weak, is going to be what? Is going to be rich at the end. In other words, when we approach it with the humility that I don't really, it's a, it's a paraduma, it's a chok, I don't understand it. Why does Hashem love us so much? Why would Hashem want us to believe that our relationship is not damaged on an essential level when we messed up totally? Who does that? Is that true in any of your human relationships? If you betray, if you're, if you're dishonest, right, in your, in, your, in your business practices, you don't think you're going to lose your clients? And even if you can convince them to stay with your company, so they're going to say, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing big deals with you anymore. Maybe I'll do a small deal with you. And yet, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that even after, even after we messed up, Hashem says, Shabbos Kodesh. Aval Amalek, Rishiso Begeyus, but Amalek who begins with Gaiva, Virishus, therefore, Ein Lo'achers. But if you start off saying, oh yeah, no, no, Hashem loves me, I'm Kodosh, and therefore my, my averos don't even matter because I'm inherently kadosh. So then you're going to self-destruct. That's a malik. But if you understand that kedusha is a responsibility, and that yes, sometimes we get stuck in the world of Eitzah Das Tovarah, Tuman Tara, Luchos Shnios, we get stuck living in Olam Haza, thinking that we're part of this world. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, no, please don't do that. Ach es Shabsosai Tishmoru. Don't forget about the Shabbos. Okay, Elio Ezra, what do you want to say? So what is the role of carbon Pesach as it relates to Shabbos? Interesting, interesting. A lot to think about there. A lot. To, what do you think? Yeah, what do you want to think? What do you think? I don't, I don't know. I have nothing to say other than the fact that it sounds like here the Sassamus is building tiers, right? Meaning levels. So so uh, Shabbos is Docha Mishkan. Right. Because your inherent Kedusha is greater than than any Tumah and Tara that you're going to be Osik in. Right, but if that's the Madriga of Shabbos, it's hard to understand why Korban Pesach would be day for Shabbos, that you bring the Korban right. Pesach to Shabbos. Right. What's, what's the Indian of Korban Pesach? It's the, it's the slaughtering, it's the total, it's the total destruction of, of any Shaykhs we had to, you know, to the world of, to the world of Amalek, uh, the world of uh, Mitzrayim, right, to the Avodah of Mitzrayim. Right? It's the absolute belief that I can, I can leave Mitzrayim entirely. Mitzrayim is, is also that world of Tuma and Tara. You know, Mitzrayim is falling apart, and at the same time, like, trying to hold on to my Jewish name, trying to hold on to this, trying to hold on to that. But then Hashem says, no, 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 hold on, you're much... Wait, hold on a second. This is not just about climbing up the levels of getting out of the Tuma of Mitzrayim. There's something ideal. There's something called Chal Yisrael. Beratius, Bishvil Yisrael, Shnei Before anything, I chose you. Before you did anything. Right? So it's not really based on your behaviors. Again, don't be a Balgaiv about that. You'll self-destruct like a Malik. But know that you, you, are, you are in the world of what? You're in the world of, of, of Eitzachayim. And therefore, through this encounter with a Malik, we start again working our way through the Tovara, climbing back up, but not forgetting. And that's again, that's what a, it's such a, it's such a Gaval Degvart. Ach as Shabbosai Tishmoru, don't forget Shabbos. Hashem saying when you're feeling like 
I'm a bidiyavid Jew, you're not. You're a lichachila Jew. And don't buy into that narrative of being a bidiyavid Jew. Okay? Let's just finish the piece. Let's go to the last three lines. He's going to explain now the, the progression from Shkalim to Zachar to Para to Achodesh. Okay? This is the connection of Para coming after Zachar, but let's go really back a step. It starts with Shkalim. It starts with giving a donation. Right? It starts with Nediva Salev. It starts with the Jews saying, you know what? Maybe I can give something to Mishkan. First, I have to believe in Mishkan before I get back to Kadosh. Maybe I can believe in Mishkan. I can give a little something. I can give a, I can give a half a shekel. Right? So there's a Nediva Salev, there's a generosity of the heart of every Jew to give something. And then, you know what happens after that? Zachor. All of a sudden, when I see, you know what, if I give a little bit and I give it with, I give it with heart and I give it with a matbeya shel eish, you know what? This fire is powerful. Maybe I can not only give a little something, maybe I have enough islavos to what? To hate a malik, to eradicate evil from the world. Maybe this little idea can actually grow. There's enough energy in the, the, the head of a tiny little match, right? To burn down an entire forest. So you know what? Maybe with that koach Maybe after, after I give a half a shekel, now I believe I can eradicate a malik. And you know what else I could do? Then I go from a world of eradicating a malik to burning up the paraduma, to creating those ashes, which somehow have this mysterious property of what? Of tara? To get back from a level of tumah, to get back to a place called tara? And then, lastly, after Parsha's power comes a chodesh. And then maybe I can have a whole hischadshus. Maybe I can get back to Gan Eden. Maybe I can get back to Olam Haba. Maybe I can get back to, to Eitzachayim. Maybe I can get back to Luchos Rishonos. Maybe I can get back to them. They're broken. Maybe I can get back to them. Maybe I can get back to my ideal self. Maybe I can remember that Hashem chose me, Kodesh Yisrael Hashem, gracious to us, so regardless of what all those voices of Amalek say in my head. So that's what Hashem is saying to us. Mishkan's Gavaldik. Mishkan's great. Mishkan's beautiful. Mishkan's a beautiful thing. Paraduma is a, is a wondrous gift. But don't forget Shabbos. Don't forget, don't give up on your, on your ideal. Don't just say, okay, I'll settle for a world of Itzadas Tovara. I'm happy at least I have the second Luchos. I'm happy that I'm able to be Mavarer, Tovera. I'm happy I can go to the Mikvah after I was Tomei. I can get back to Tahar. Hashem says, no, Kodesh, Kodesh. Strive for Kodesh. Okay? It's really, it's such an important, such an important piece in life. And again, it's incredibly, it's incredibly deep and rich in the words, but it's incredibly practical. When you, when you had a Yerida, and you think, okay, so this is the new me. I'll be a Bidiyavid Jew. Hashem said, whoa, 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 hold on a second. In yeshiva, I used to learn night seder. Now, I haven't been learning night seder so much. So I guess I, I don't learn night seder. That's, that's, um, that's the type of guy I am. I do. Morning seder I do, but night seder I don't do. So Hashem said, whoa, remember the time when you used to learn night seder. Remember the time when you were working on not speaking Lashon Hara. Remember the time when you, were, when you were working on this Indian or that Indian. Yeah, now I'm too busy to focus on that. Hashem says, remember the Shabbos. Remember the Shabbos. Remember the Eitz Remember that where you come from. Remember, remember you have shaykhs to Olam Haba. You're not, you're not from Olam Haza. Kadosh means nivdal. Hare'at mikudeshasli. Hashem says, you're exclusive to me, even after you cheated on me with the chetayim. Don't ever give up on shops. Don't ever give up on your dreams. That's the mark. Okay?
Chavre, it's a gewaldic piece. I, ho- I hope you, I hope you're enjoying it as much as I'm enjoying sharing it. It's, it's such a fundamental truth about not getting stuck in our, in our lower, you know, version of ourselves. But really, believing, believing in the, the bigger version of ourselves.